42! Blue, 42! Hut, hut, hike! This is The Game Managers on WJLX 101.5, America's one and only sports talk show. Breaking down college football's biggest games, latest news, and greatest moments. Are you ready? Because it starts right now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Game Managers Podcast. I'm Nick Norris, and with me, as always, is my good friend and the inventor of the Snuggie, Justin Knight. Justin, how you doing today? Hey, good morning, man. I'm doing great. Mm, it's a good morning for us, but this is airing at 6. You always, you always do this, Justin. You always do this. Yeah, I mean, we want to go ahead and knock it out early in the morning, right? That's right. Yeah, I prefer to do it that way. 100%. Or the night before, like we do sometimes. Yeah, night before is always very good, too, because then we wake up whenever Sunday morning. Justin, we have all yeah, kinds go, of... Yeah, go buy a Snuggie. It's still a big thing. Um, mm-hmm. They're still in style. Uh, this time, I've actually uh, added armholes. Actually, they already have already... armholes? <laughs> actually, they may already have armholes. I'm sorry. I added pockets. Ooh, that's yeah. very nice. And nice. uh, a little uh, little poop hole too. What? Aren't so they like open in the back? To to the ba- yeah, a little opening in the back, a little poop shoot. Gross, gross. Just <laughs> take it off. <laughs> All right, very good. Thank you for that that plug there. Um, You're welcome, Justin. We have a lot of championship stuff going on this week. Um, a lot, as a matter of fact. Uh, but we'll start out with the Stanley Cup Finals, Game Six. Is happening right after this episode airs at 7 p.m. Central Time. And as of right now, the Colorado Avalanche are leading 3-2 to over the Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa Bay has to get a win or this ends tonight. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be tuning into this. Yeah, what about you, Let's Justin? go Lightning. Lightning or Avalanche. I like the Avalanche a little more. Uh, I, I just want to say a three-peat because that hardly ever, that, I mean, when's the last time that happened in hockey? I couldn't tell you. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Been a Maybe long last time. year. Maybe a different year. <laughs> Likewise, the College World Series championship kicked off Saturday, and Ole Miss got to a 10-3 win over Oklahoma in Game 1. Game 2 is likely still going on as this is airing, but like we said, we record this in the morning, so we can't say that for certain. Justin, who do you have winning the College World Series? Um, You know, I was, I was unsure going into it just because I thought both teams both playing uh, pretty evenly. Uh, Oklahoma it's kind of uh, unheard coming into the World Series. They weren't even top 25 team to start the season. Uh, they've been playing really well. But, you know, Ole Miss finally has started the clicks, you know, since the start of the regional. And, I mean, they were a number one team, you know, early on in the season. So, I think Ole Miss will probably win this next game. And, hey, at least Auburn uh, lost their first game to the World Series champion. So, very good. Also going on this week is the USFL playoffs. We're going to talk about that in a bit, but just a lot of guess who won't be watching. Stuff. Oh, this you're going guy. to be watching. You're going to be watching. I'm going to make sure nope, of it. I don't, We're going to talk. All I don't, about how it. many teams do they have in the playoff? Four. Four. Yeah. Okay. And aren't they playing in um, Canton? Yes, I think so. Planet we'll talk about facility or whatever. But before we get to the next things, we do have some sad news. 
uh, Baltimore Ravens linebacker Jalen Ferguson. He tragically and unexpectedly passed away this week, only 26 years old, suspected to have died from an overdose, according to his family. Another loss um, in the Ravens' family. Um, the unfortunate death of uh, Fox Television commentator and former Ravens nose tackle Tony Siragusa also unexpectedly passed. He was he was also young, only 55 years old. Cause of death has not yet been revealed, but that happened kind of like back to back. It was uh, very unexpected, both of those. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, transitioning and then trying to get into some other news, uh, disciplinary meetings for Deshaun Watson are set to begin on Tuesday, and coincidentally it was revealed last week that 20 of the 24 allegations against Watson were resolved outside of court. Uh, It's being reported by ESPN's Adam Schefter that the NFL is seeking a minimum one-year ban for Watson. That's the minimum. So... Um, so looking, let me looking like Baker so, may stick around. Yeah. So say they drop the other four cases and he has no pending cases, they're still gonna suspend him for the year. That's what it sounds like. Um, now that's just Which according is crazy to Schefter. In my, I mean, he's probably he probably is guilty, but the fact that all these were settled. Um, well, this isn't unprecedented. There, have, uh, I think Big Ben's were settled outside of court. He still had a suspension for six games. So that was just one. I think it was six, four or six games. I think it might have been appealed uh, sometime in between that. But um, there have been others where just one, even if it is settled outside of court, that has been banned. So, you know, if you have 24 of those, I guess the math kind of adds up to a year ban. Gotcha. So I don't also, uh, can I just pause real quick? So I didn't know they already played a playoff game last night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, crap. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about Stallions, those games. They were fun. I watched them, but we'll get into that after a commercial break later. I knew so. Robert Gronkowski. Is his first name actually Robert? It's just Rob, right? Well, I mean, I would think it's Rob short for Robert. Could be short for Roberto. Could be short for Robin. Hmm. Could not be be short. Could be short for uh, Bob. Bob? No, yeah. uh, Rob Gronkowski <laughs> is retiring again. The future Hall of Fame tight end announced Tuesday he's walking away from football after 11 seasons. Now, there is, of course, a chance he can still unretire like he has before and much like his fellow Bucks and former Patriot teammate Tom Brady did, but it's a little late in the day uh, for that this season, I feel. Uh, maybe next season. He's still pretty young, just 33, the same age as Travis Kelsey, I believe, so... I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back at some point, but I don't think it would be before the start of the season necessarily. Nah, he's done. You think so? Yeah. yeah. I mean, this I mean is four the Super Bowls time too. Yeah, he yeah. he's done enough. He's one of the top tight ends to ever play, and um, I think he'd probably prefer just to go and party party and not have to worry about going to practice throughout the week and then a game on Sunday. I think he's probably ready for a break at this point. I think he's I think he's ready for a break from the working out too. I seen he posted a video oh, yeah. of him shirtless and it said like dad bod loading or something. I think he's ready to, to <laughs> kind of take that a little easier, which I don't blame him. He's done this for like twenty no. years. So yeah. yeah, I mean a lot of you see with a lot of athletes, you know, after they retire, I I don't know, what would you say? Probably more than fifty percent of them say, ah, I'm not really working out anymore. Just kinda take yeah. it easy. 
Well, when it's all you've done just rigorously for years, it'd be kind of like labor. You'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm, there's no point in me doing this anymore. So why would I? Yeah, it'd be like kind of like you know. part of your job, and you're like, why would I do this one part of my job when I'm not doing anything else anymore? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. But I don't know. He's in, he's in amazing shape. He may uh, he may decide he doesn't want to stop doing that too. But I, I don't know. I think Maybe. he could come back. I think he could. But I don't. I think it would take Tom Brady going somewhere else, and then maybe he'd follow him. I don't. And I don't think Tom Brady would go anywhere else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't think he would. But you never know. The number one 2023 high school recruit, Arch Manning, committed to the University of Texas this week. The grandson of Archie Manning chose the Longhorns over Alabama and Georgia. I thought that was the one he would not pick, but uh, good on him, I guess. Yeah, I guess he just thought his best shot to start right when he got there would be Texas. So, Yeah. I will say, too, that I, I like how this is just, like, it's been so hyped, Arch Manning, where he's going to go, and he just refuses to play into it or acknowledge it. Like, there's no, he doesn't do interviews. He doesn't do, like, pictures. Even when he announced it, it wasn't, like, some crazy video. It's just, like, he just posted a little picture. He's, like, committed to Texas. Thanks, everyone. I, I like that. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, I do, yeah. too. He seems... You know, well, growing up with the Mannings, I, I mean, I would say <clears throat> they've all been like that anyways. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not surprised. And I will say I, I have respect that um, for him keeping everything pretty quiet and just going through it like a normal kid. Yeah, because I'll tell you, if I, if I would have been in his shoes in high school, I would handle that very differently. <laughs> I would be the most famous man in the world I would try to be. <laughs> Yeah, and then now with all the NIL deals, I'd be trying to get yeah. as much money as I can. Oh, for sure, for sure. Well, the NBA draft happened on Thursday night, and the Orlando Magic chose power forward uh, Paolo Benchero from Duke. I know I messed that up. Justin, I how guess, do you say that? Yeah, yeah I, I don't have no know. idea. I just know I was kind of surprised to see him go number one. Yeah, first off the board, but some Alabama and Auburn players were taken as well. Todd forward J.D. Davison was the 53rd pick by the Boston Celtics. And in historic news, Tiger forward Jabari Smith was the third overall pick by the Houston Rockets. And center Walker Kessler was the 22nd pick by the Memphis Grizzlies. So, very cool. Yeah, good year. Good year. Good fun. Good friends. Good food. Papa John's. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not. Well, I will say Papa John's isn't too bad. I kind of like their sauce. There's a, there's a free ad for you, Papa John's. You get one. The next one's going to cost you. Uh, okay. I haven't had I haven't had Papa John's in a long time. It doesn't matter. UAB really? Blazers head football coach Bill Clark, he said Friday he is stepping down to focus on his health and well-being. Clark said his retirement is effective August 1st. And in a quote, he said, It's time. Knowing that doesn't make this any easier. Clark said in a statement uh, released on social media, and it was revealed that these health issues included chronic back issues, and that he needs spinal fusion surgery. Very serious. Um, offensive coordinator Bryant Vinson will serve as the interim head coach. And this is tough for UAB because uh, he's kind of built that program as he wanted. It was gone and then he brought it back or you know, was a major voice in bringing it back and kind of built it in the way he wanted. And now he's gone. So I think there's a chance he could come back after some time off. Um, but I wouldn't count on it necessarily. Yeah, because he's still young for a head coach, right? He's what in his fifties? Fifty-three, I want to say, early fifties. Yeah, so for I sure. mean, yeah, 
Yeah, for a head coach nowadays, I mean, it's very young. Um, yeah, I I think it's going to affect UAB pretty good bit. I don't see them being as successful without him being there uh, just because of how he kind of changed the culture and really brought in a lot of good recruits. I, I just don't see UAB being the same team like they were. Yeah, and I don't either, and that's that sucks because I've really enjoyed watching UAB's recent run, but hey, you never know. Also, like, I wouldn't be surprised if he stays involved to an extent. I mean, we got to remember this is the guy that when the program shut down, he didn't take another job despite rumors that maybe like Sanford and some others threw him a ball and wanting him to come there. So um, yeah. I think he could just stick around and then, you know, to an extent and then maybe eventually come back full term if he feels like you know he's he's recovered after a spinal fusion surgery but that's that's serious yeah i don't blame him for taking yeah, off that's uh, yeah it's a pretty big surgery so i would retire oh, yeah. for the rest of my life from this podcast would you quit this podcast yes, i would retire spinal fusion surgery <laughs> wow wow yeah, i wouldn't even do this podcast anymore wow that'd be a big blow to me because that's that's 50 percent of the show i don't know if you realize that yeah it would be a big blow i don't know what the heck you'd do I'd probably try to get Bill Clark. <laughs> probably go after him. <laughs> well, if that happened, then that's probably the best thing that ever happened to you that I retired. <laughs> All right, Justin. Well, before we get into the USFL playoffs, we need to uh, to do mismanagers. Peculiar and wonderful and terrible and bad. Mismanagement and mystery and dreams you never had. Grizzly or grievous or beavers with cleavers. Audacity a specialty and used to drive you mad. It's a wonder any one of us can manage to survive in a world of, world of mismanagers. Justin, 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 I've got some stories for you today. And some of them are a little wacky, if you don't mind me saying so. This one comes from APNews.com. Amazon's Alexa could soon mimic voice of dead relatives. Okay, let's stop right now. <laughs> let's go ahead and hit the hit the pause. Let's get let's let's stop it right here, right now. This is too far. What what happened here? So a bunch of Amazon officials were in a board meeting and it's like, man, we our Alexa sure can do a lot. What what else could we get it to do? And somebody was probably like, maybe we could get it to where it could it could you know talk to cats or whatever and do a little meow thing. And they're like, oh, that's that's fun. Yeah, that'd be good. What what else? And somebody's like, maybe we could we could make a little Alexa watch and you could wear it on your wrist and talk to Alexa whenever you wanted. They're like, oh, that's great. And then someone else is like, let's make it talk to dead people. It can't do that yet. Let's let's make it talk to people. To let's let's target the grieving, the really sad. The, you know, let's target them and let's profit off of them. Let's let's make this talk to dead people. They all win. You know That's how great. scary that sounds. Yeah. I mean, I understand. You know, some people they're like I would love to hear my you know mom's or dad's voice again, grandpa, grandma, um, wife, husband. Um, I understand it, get it, but is it a little too far that Alexa's going to try to mimic the voice yes. Yes. and then <laughs> try to sound like them? I mean, that's just, that is weird. It sounds that's, almost kind of like, it's just haunted. Why are you doing, why are they doing this? What? Yeah. Wh- whose yeah, idea like was said, this? Who just thought this? Like, oh, I wish my Alexa kind of sounded like my great grandfather. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, no, I don't want that. I'm and that's the me. thing. 
even if you okay so the the way this technology works is it takes a lot of form like old voice recordings from videos from like this if you have a, a weird podcast like we do if you have anything any kind of recorded medium of your voice it factors all of that together and that it makes a a a sound like that and it, it speaks a voice but the thing is some like you can't replicate the way someone speaks it can replicate their sound like it can it can like sound like me it can talk like me have the same pauses the same kind of like things and you know in the voice but it does it's not going to be able to think like me it's not going to be able to like say the things I'm it's going to sound like Alexa right it's going to sound like it's not going to sound like yes. a real person it's going to sound like a robot's thoughts being spoken and that's that's unsettling i don't like that either yeah so what are they i mean when is it going to sound like a loved one or relative whatever is it just going to like when you talk to it, or can you ch- you're just going to change Alexa's voice to this and this is what it's going to sound like all the time <laughs> That'd be or is it just like, like certain be like alexa play despacito and it's like it's your you know your your dead grandfather no alexa stop please alexa stop <laughs> no <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> alexa stop please i am so sorry everyone i forgot that she's listening in this house right now but if you said if you said something like that is it just gonna be what you just heard on the microphone, is it going to be that and little Tommy's voice that passed away? Like, well, that's okay, terrifying. Yeah. I hate that's that. Awful. Like, I, yeah, I don't want that. Like, that's, I don't, this is just weird. They do the same thing in the new Star Wars shows. Um, they did it for James Earl Jones's Darth Vader voice in Obi-Wan Kenobi, and they did it for Luke Skywalker's voice in The Mandalorian. Those aren't those guys actually talking. They use this technology. Oh, and it doesn't right. yeah. it doesn't always sound right then, especially the Luke Skywalker thing. It sounds like a robot. And they have a ton of audio recordings of him from the movies, from like audiobooks he's done, and it still doesn't sound right. So if I upload like three videos of my grandmother, that's not gonna that's gonna sound way worse. No, yeah, I don't know. I would think they would need a lot of recordings to be able to kind of configure everything and to make it sound somewhat uh realistic even but still even then it, you may get a little bit of alexa in the background and then kind of like your relative up front and then like you said it'll just sound like your past your, your one of your ones that have passed just sounds like a robot yeah. and yeah, i don't know who in the world would want this but if you do i mean fine so be it you know but I, in my own I, opinion I'm going to go ahead and steer away. No, thank you. I'm going to stay on this side. You can stay on that side. I'm not doing it. There's a podcast I listened to. It came out in like 2013. I think it's called Life After. I'm not sure. It's really good, but it's this concept. It's like this technology evolves to the point that you can just you can just type in some wording and it sounds like people and they like they target the grieving. They find someone whose wife has just passed and they get them to call over the phone and they think it's their wife. And it's like to scam them out of money. And it's terrible. It's like the worst thing in the world. It's like, why are you introducing this, making this real? <laughs> like, why, why are you oh, making yeah. this concept a thing? I hate it. Anyway, moving on, though. This also comes from AP News. Ohio State gets to approval to trademark the word the for merchandise. It's disgusting. I hate I mean, this. Yeah. The. 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 Yep, the Ohio. Um, it, you act like there's another Ohio State out there. 
but you're the <laughs> Ohio State. Who's the other Ohio State? Do you know another Ohio State out there? No. Is I, so. I mean, what's the confusion? Why do I have to differentiate from somebody else with the Ohio State? You're just Ohio State. You're Ohio is, State University. This is the equivalent of uh, Texas being upset about the the horns down thing. This is that, but worse because it's they're yeah. profiting off of it. <laughs> It, it would be like Texas trademarking, like, okay, nobody can do horns down, or you're suspended forever. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, it's, uh, it's so stupid. No wonder everybody hates Ohio State. It's because yeah. of things like this. They've been trying to do this for like 10 years, too, so I hate it. I hate it. Uh, let's see. I've got a few more, Justin, but I'm not going to read these because we're running low on time. I'm just going to read the headlines, if that's okay. That's fine. Uh, this one comes from metro metro.co.uk. Woman who married Ragdoll has made a baby Ragdoll she calls their child. Okay, good honor. She's living the best <laughs> life. <laughs> this one also comes from Metro. Doctors baffled after finding 233 coins, batteries, and screws in a man's stomach. And he's still alive? He's still alive. I, I, yeah, still kicking. How can you eat a battery and still... How's that possible? A lot of batteries. A, a lot of batteries. Yeah. I mean, uh, I will read I, this part. We saw that the doctor says we saw that there were two metal pieces and two stones of different sizes in the large intestines. Uh, batteries, magnets, coins, nails, pieces of glass, and screws. What is he doing to to eat any of this? I don't know. I, I mean, know. how's the glass going down his throat, his esophagus, without tearing everything as it goes down? He's, he's, he said, I, I thank the doctors for their attention and support. Uh, yeah, I, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> I would say so. I mean, I think you need some help. Someone needs to be watching him at all times, make sure what he's eating. Okay, this one comes from... Well, I'm just going to have my uh, AA batteries for dinner tonight. <laughs> this one comes from dailystar.co. Uh, sexiest ghost I've ever seen flirted with me in a pub, claims paranormal investigator. This is like the uh, scary uh, movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the last one here. This is very uh, similar to the Alexa thing. You may have actually heard about this one, Justin. This one also comes from the Daily Star. Um, have you heard about Google's sentient AI and the, the uh, controversy? So I'm gonna I'm gonna shorten this in my own behind it. I have not. Quit because Google is building this sentient AI and it has it's gained consciousness and it's like the the thought words look look it up for yourself I may get something wrong so uh, a worker came out a whistleblower from Google pretty high up guy I think it was making pretty good money he came out and said hey I had to level of like an eight year old right now and I don't feel right working here because it's like asking for help and scared and it doesn't understand what it is and apparently. He's like smuggled out the AI, and the AI has hired a lawyer on, on its own to prove that it's alive. <laughs> so that's if, if this is found to be true, it's that's terrifying. And there's actually yeah, like a you. lot of documentation that he's showed, and Google hasn't really said anything like to deny it. I mean, we're. We're uh, we're on the edge. We're tiptoeing on the edge with all this crazy AI technology now that it's getting a little out of hand. I mean, you just keep letting this going, and it's going to be like iRobot. It's going to be some yeah. scary movie like that of robots taking over. 
Um, I just think it's weird to begin with. Why would you want a robot anyways? I mean, the, well, the first, I guess the only thing I can think of is, I don't know, house chores around, you know, around your home. They're made. They go and they just fix things, blah, blah, blah. Well, probably but if you to, have a robot, you don't have to pay a worker to do its job. Yeah, which gets to the point of, oh, uh, well, you know, now people don't have a job to do this. Now we're just hiring hiring robots. I um, feel like well, this but, is, uh, yeah, this is one of those things that they, it, they thought, let's do it. Let's see if we can. They, they didn't think like, well, this is Jurassic Park. What happens think, though, we do it? this robot is like, oh, am I a real person? Then they're going to be like, well, I deserve real money. I deserve to be paid. Our, I mean, yeah. This robot's already like, I'm, am I a real person? It just builds from there. Yeah. Good. When uh, when you retire, maybe I can get a robot to replace you. Maybe I can maybe I can use Alexa's voice to mimic yours, and then you can just be on the show without actually having to be on it. How about that? Uh, we've got plenty of audio at this point. I mean, probably make it happen. <laughs> Great. Well, we got to go to a break. When we come back, though, we're going to talk about USFL's playoffs, uh, what's going on with that, and the upcoming championships. So stay tuned. You're listening to The Game Managers on WJLX 101.5. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Game Managers Podcast. I'm Nick Norris. With me is Justin Knight. Justin, say hello. (laughs) We're going to talk about the USFL playoffs that occurred on Saturday and what it means for the championship game coming up on Sunday, July 3rd. And unlike the AAF and the XFL, we finally got a spring football uh, league to make it to the playoffs before shutting down. So good work, everyone. Congratulations. Um, And four teams squared off for a chance to make it to the championship on Saturday. That was the Philadelphia Stars who stunned the New Jersey Generals, 19 to 14. The Generals um, hadn't had their, you know, that was their first loss since week one. And their very own wow. Birmingham Stallions handled uh, the New Orleans Breakers, 31 to 17. So they are who are going to square off in the championship. Justin, I know you haven't been watching the USFL and you didn't watch these games, but I am going to make you watch the championship because we are going to talk about it next week. Um, and I actually watched the Birmingham game. Uh, yesterday it was the first one I've watched since game one I still enjoyed it a lot it's good football man there uh, there was an excellent kickoff return touchdown by Victor Bolton Jr how often do you see that in football anymore so that was great it's a lot of fun blah 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 you're gonna blah, watch blah. it you're gonna watch it well yeah my dad already texted me because uh, I believe my uncle went to a couple of the play- or either one of the playoff games or both of them and when he was leaving they gave him a free ticket to the championship game. So they're like, please, we need more people to come back. So here's oh, yeah. a free ticket. No, no one is there. Nobody is there. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, I'm not The surprised. one I watched yesterday, it was empty. Like, yeah. I don't know how many people were there, but it was not a lot. Well, so it just sounds like they just had a lot of money, and they probably did, what, like a two-year contract. And so, you know, they're probably able to make it these first couple of years. But after that, it probably won't. It won't survive. But I just thought that was funny. I was like, that just shows you how bad or how desperate they are just for people to be there. Um, but yeah, it's I'll so probably odd, check it out. It's so odd because 
you've done the entire season in Birmingham. You've kind of built up a little bit of a fan base in Birmingham for this type of thing. And then the playoffs you're just going to put elsewhere in a different city where nobody, there's no fan base? Yeah. Why would you do that? You know? <laughs> that 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 was kind of weird. I, um, even the Birmingham I, thing, I thought that was strange to begin with. But yeah, then you move it for the playoffs. And I get it. You don't want to give Birmingham like a home field advantage, I guess. Yeah. But who cares? The only people watching this, I feel like, are mostly in Birmingham. So who cares? Yeah, I was about to say, it's just Birmingham people, especially since the Birmingham team has done so well. Um, I don't even know what... Like, you think about the other teams that are in the league and their fan bases that are in other cities across the country. I mean, you can't build up a fan base when you don't even have a team playing there. So right. that's why I already think it was it was at a disadvantage to begin with. Um, so hopefully next season, if you know they want to maybe somehow build up some more followers with this, you got to bring the teams back to their city and let them play games there. That's the only way it's going to work. Well, I know that um, like you know it the numbers aren't huge. They're not NFL numbers, obviously, but apparently it was profitable for both Fox and NBC. To have them on, which makes sense because really? they held all the they held all the cards in negotiation. They knew, yeah, you know, they were able to get probably a very good deal for this. They probably knew it was going to be profitable to some extent. Um, but uh, let's see. So I've got some numbers here. Uh, Sports Business Journal breaks down the league's average TV audience of seven hundred and fifteen thousand for thirty six of its forty games across Fox, NBC, USA, and FS One. That does not include uh, the numbers for the Peacock-only broadcast streaming service. Um, and that is ahead of the 556,000 the AAF averaged across 20 CBS, yeah. TNT, and NFL networks in 2019. Uh, but it's it's pretty far behind the XFL, which averaged 1.9 million across 20 telecasts. But XFL averaged that much when they were playing? Well, they did, but here's why. They were on the Disney family of channels. So they had ABC, you know, ESPN, ESPN2. Oh, yeah. That that helps a lot, right? Yeah, so it's doing well, but I don't know how sustainable it is. Like, is this going to build up? How are they going to handle the off season? Is what I'm interested in. How are mm, like yeah. you know, are they going to is it going to die down and then people forget about it cuz I feel like I probably will. You know, Heck, and then, I didn't even know there was a game last night. Yeah, right. So, well, let's talk about let's talk about the game. So, um, the you know, like we said, the uh, it's going to be the Stallions um, facing off here against who the Stars. Yeah, the Stars. So, in the championship, this will be the second meeting between these teams this season. The Stallions beat the Stars thirty to seventeen in Week Five, and the Stallions are expected to be favored pretty heavily. The Stars are six and four in the regular season. The Stallions, of course, nine and one. Um, so I don't. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope the the Stallions win, but I'd love to have it been. I would have loved to have gone to this for it to have been in Birmingham where I could go and watch this. And uh, but that's fine. I'll watch it on TV. I don't care that much. It'll save me money anyway. No. Yeah, I definitely don't care. Maybe I'll watch a minute of it or something like that. Hmm. Make you happy. A full minute. That will make me happy. Yeah, like when I said I watched the game yesterday, I just had it on while I was doing some other stuff. I was doing homework. Uh-huh. And yeah, you don't even know what was going on. I do know what was going on. I was watching. I like I watched the big plays, and I had it on. So, But I wasn't. it wasn't like a college game where I'm sitting there just kind of studying it or whatever. It was, you know, it's not, it's, 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 it's just like 
TV you have on while you're doing something else, I feel like. And yeah, I don't know how sustainable that is, you know. Well, I mean, my, uh, I think the glaring issue is if you don't have anybody going to the games. So, right. I mean, the stadium's not going to be making any profit. Well, uh, maybe they are. I don't know. But over time, they probably won't be making any profit. You can't get anybody to show up. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, the TV, it's good for the TV audience that they did uh, pretty good with 715000 I mean, that's not bad. But, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with uh, in-person attendance and how to somehow build that up. I think they just need more stuff going around their stadiums. Surely next year they get it handled where each team is in their city. It'd be weird if they don't next year. I mean, it was weird this year. They have to. But, yeah, they have to. You're right. So, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that. We'll see what goes on. And then next week, uh, I don't know what time the championship game is, so it'll either be a build-up to that game or a review of that game. So. Yeah, more than likely because we'll we'll probably be recording Friday night. Okay, you out of town next week? Yeah, yeah, I'll okay. be hitting the road. All right. Well, then it'll be a it'll be a preview. That's fun. Nice. Like All right. So, next week's episode, USFL Championship, I suppose. But Justin, we need to learn a thing or two, and I think I know just the place to do it. Um, there's this corner where I learn a lot. It's called the Learning Corner with Professor Knight. All right, students, gather round and put on your listening ears. It's time to visit the Learning Corner with Professor Knight. What are we learning today, Professor? Ah, yes, welcome back to your favorite segment. So I figured, you know, the number one quarterback in the 2023 class, Arch Manning, just uh, committed to Texas. I thought, let's just look at the past 20 top quarterbacks in their class and see how they fare. Why don't we? Okay? Sounds so great. So we go back all the way to 2002 with Vince Young. So I go ahead and say that. I mean, I'd say he did pretty well. Brought a national championship to Texas. Um, very athletic. Uh, great runner. NFL didn't really translate as much. He was only there for six seasons with the Titans. Um, he had a couple, I mean, he had a couple of good seasons from what I remember. I think he just dealt with a lot of injuries. Um, but I mean, college wise, he was one of the top quarterbacks of all time. Wouldn't you say? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, 2003, we had Kyle Wright of Miami. I have no idea. Let's read this. It, Thought to be a successor to the talented Hurricanes quarterbacks that came before him. He never fulfilled those expectations throwing for just 38 touchdowns. And 31 interceptions. He went, he went undrafted in 2008. Yikes. Mm. Uh, Oklahoma, 2004, Rhett Bomar. Uh, he started his redshirt season. He showed promise. Um, however, he was kicked off the team that offseason due to his involvement in NCAA rules violations. He transferred to Sam Houston State and was drafted by the Giants in the fifth round, 2009 draft. Spent most of the next two years on the team's practice squad. Signed by the Vikings and then later by the Raiders, but never through a pass in the NFL. Wow. Never once. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Just practice squad. All right. Now we've got Mark Sanchez of USC. Okay. He would not become the full time starter, this is 2005, for the Trojans until his fourth season and led the team to the Rose Bowl while throwing for 34 touchdowns. Entered the draft with one year eligibility remaining. Was taken the fifth pick in the first round by the Jets. Of course, he led the Jets to two AFC Championship games before you know his career kind of came to a stall. His last appearance was in 2018. 
Yeah, I mean, he wasn't bad. When he was with the Jets, and the Jets were pretty successful there for a few seasons, going to the AFC Championship games. I mean, he was a solid quarterback. Now, of course, we all remember him for the butt fumble. But, right. Uh, That's I mean, he wasn't a bad quarterback. Yeah, no, it is unfortunate. No. Yeah. Here's another bit. This is a big one. So, I mean, and he's still playing in the league. Uh, Matthew Stafford, Georgia, 2006. He took over the starting job early in his freshman season and didn't uh, let go of it until leaving after his junior year. Um, I say Georgia was pretty successful while he was there, but they never made the SC title game. And the Lions drafted him number one in 2008. Of course, first season with the Rams uh, this past year led the team to the Super Bowl. So Matthew Stafford is a great quarterback. Yeah, I love Stafford. He's fun, he's fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Clausen, Notre Dame, 2007. Uh, he announced his commitment in a limousine. So here's a guy that goes above and beyond for their commitment announcement. <laughs> um, There's plenty of scrutiny on Clausen from the start. He wasn't a generational talent, as his hype suggested, but he had a solid three years as a starter, 53 touchdowns in his final two seasons, though the team struggled. He was taken second round of the NFL Draft 2010 by the Panthers, and forced to start 10 games off his rookie season, winning just one. He last played in 2015. Mm. Ooh, here's here's one that didn't really uh, work out. Uh, Yeah, it didn't really work out. Um, Terrell Pryor. I mean, he was good with Ohio State, 2008. Um, He was freshman, led to the Big Ten title. His career was cut short in 2010. He was implicated NCAA rules violations and suspended for the team's bowl game. Selected third round by the Raiders. He started 10 games quarterback, but then was moved to wide receiver, and he last played in 2018. So, continue the trend with Ohio State quarterbacks. They don't really have success in the NFL. Hmm. Uh, Matt Barkley, USC 2009. High expectations. Won the job as true freshman. Two of his seasons were played with USC on probation, but entering his senior year, USC was ranked number one in the preseason, and he was considered the Heisman favorite. However, team lost five games, and Barkley would fall to fourth round of the 15 draft. He was bounced around the NFL with several teams, and he just signed with the Buffalo Bills. Good on him. That's fun. I've got a little thing hey, here here's as a, well. Oh, go ahead. Go here's ahead. a good one. Yeah, yeah I'm so sorry. Here's a good one for Alabama. Philip Sims, 2010. Okay, yeah. This year's... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this year's recruiting class lacked an elite talent at the position, making Sims one of the lowest top-rated quarterbacks in the last quarter century. Sims was the backup to A.J. McCarron for two seasons before transferring home to Virginia. Played in 12 games for Virginia in 2012, then moved to Winston-Salem State after Where? playing academically in <laughs> Winston-Salem State. Huh. After How'd becoming academically ineligible. Yikes. He was undrafted in 2015. Yeah, I guess so. Nobody's. Uh, I don't think many scouts are going to Winston Salem State uh, these days. So. Uh, no. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Jeff Driscoll, Florida, 2011. Uh, how am I looking on time here? Uh, let's let's finish off on this one right here. Oh man, let me let's do one more after Jeff Driscoll though. We don't want to do end on him. No. Uh, Driscoll, Florida. He played four seasons for the Gators. His bright spot was 2012. We led to 11 wins in the Sugar Bowl despite throwing for just 12 touchdowns. He was injured and lost for the season following year in the third game. After losing his job in 14, he transferred to Louisiana Tech and was eventually selected in the sixth round of the 2016 draft by the 49ers. 
Driscoll started five games for the Bengals in 18 and one for the Lions the following year. He is currently a member of the Houston Texans. Good for him. All right, let's look Still at one. Money. Yeah, one big one here. Actually, it may not even load, so we're gonna yeah we're gonna end on him because the rest of the screen is That's not. Okay. I've got I've got something here that I could throw in here for us uh, on this day Perfect. in sports, 2003 NBA draft St. Vincent St. Mary High School small forward LeBron James is the first pick by the Cleveland Cavaliers. We also had on this day in 2014 Luis Suarez expelled from the 2014 FIFA World Cup following his biting incident. Do you remember this? Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. He bit I wasn't someone really like three into times. soccer then, but yeah, he bit someone. It was so strange. I mean, the dude has some choppers on him. That's yeah, and this, I mean, but in this picture that's that's here next to it, you can see those those big old teeth. It's uh, scary. <laughs> I don't yeah, want it. Weird. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, we're gonna take a break, but when we come back, we're going to give out the uh, the biggest awards in sports, the TGME. So stay tuned. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the most prestigious awards show in sports history, the TG Emmys, where I, Nick Norris, and Justin Knight, here along with me, are about to award everyone who caught our attention here on the Game Managers podcast. That's and, right. And what a, what, a, what a week. It took us like 10 minutes to think of some awards, because uh, not a lot going on. But don't worry, we got them right here for you. And I'm going to start with the It Pays to Be Rich Award. And this goes to the Washington Commander's owner, Dan Snyder, who NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell said he had no authority to punish despite the ongoing investigation into claims of sexual harassment by employees and a toxic work environment. Even though this is going to, like, the House, Senate, or whatever, the House, I don't know, some kind of council within the House, uh, no punishment by the NFL. They can't do anything. How about that? Yep. Uh, pays when you are the owner of a team and you got that money. Yeah. You do whatever so you want. I guess I guess the only repercussions he can have is through the government, which is insane because they probably won't do anything, really. You know? Yeah. Why is yeah. The, I mean, I'm surprised the government's even involved in this Yeah. to begin with, that they're having hearings on this. I, I, yeah, I don't... I haven't really heard much about this. I feel, I feel like uh, it's got to be pretty serious allegations, though, to go you know to the house. So I don't know. Apparently, they don't have any time for anything else. So, <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll go ahead and do mine. Mine is uh, best player uh, Auburn basketball. I'll give that to Jabari Smith Jr. as he was the see what number three in the draft in Houston Rockets, and that's the highest uh, draft pick for an Auburn player of all time. So, and I'll, I'll throw Kessler in there because two first round picks, I think that was the first time ever for Auburn as well. Um, so it's a great draft and uh, hope they both have successful NBA careers. Yeah, that's really cool. And especially Jabari Smith going that high. A lot of people are excited about that around here, which is cool because, you know, a lot of the times when, uh, when players will leave college, uh, fans don't always follow them. You know, sometimes they're like, well, they're not on my team anymore. I don't care what's going on. I think it's cool. So, uh, so good. Yeah. I hope that he, yeah, I hope he has a very, very great career. I think he probably will. Uh, so good on yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, best of the week. I'm going to give this to Avalanche Center Nathan McKinnon, 
Entering Friday's Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Final, he leads the Avalanche in goals with 12 in ice among forwards with 21 minutes, 18 seconds. Has been terrific on the power play, those six goals coming on power play, and played a disciplined game, eight penalty minutes. So uh, it's expected nice. that he may he may uh, get the uh, whatever their version of most valuable player of the final is called. I know it's named after someone... Blanking on it, but uh, but yeah, the Nick cool. Norris Award, the Nick Norris Award for for biggest biggest dumb doofus, person. yeah, biggest doofus, very good. And bust of the week. This one was hard this week. Um, there wasn't a ton going on with like terrible things happening that we haven't already talked about, and I don't usually like to repeat. So, you know, in reality, this would probably go to Deshaun Watson. Um. But he's won it so often recently. I didn't. I th- thought I'd give it to someone else. So uh, this goes to Saints running back Alvin Kamara, who is expected to be suspended for at least six weeks of the 2022 <laughs> season, um, according to a report from Pro Football Talk. The Pro Football, uh, the Pro Bowl running back, I should say, was arrested in Las Vegas on the day of the 2022 Pro Bowl for battery, resulting in bodily substantial bodily harm. Um, and of course, we've all heard pretty a, a lot about this. We've seen. Some of the things that's, uh, that went on, he beat that guy really badly in an elevator, I believe. I'd say so. Yeah. Um, that sucks. <laughs> so six games, uh, yeah. He it did some time in jail. I don't know what happened legally. I guess maybe it was settled out of court, probably, if I had to guess. But I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a, uh, kind of a bust as well, or just kind of really annoying at the moment. Um this will go to Roy, Rory McIlroy, who um, I used to like him. I loved watching him. Um, but lately, you know, since Live Golf has started, he's been quite annoying. Um, he'll go up and say, you know, like, oh, I play for uh, my name on those big trophies, not for the money. Which is pretty easy to say when you're worth like $170, $180 million. I could say <laughs> that too. Yeah. Um, and, but he... What's funny is the dude hasn't won a major in eight years, and he always plays great the first round, has a great opening round, and just crumbles after it. And he's like, I'll play for the name on those trophies, and um, he's not winning any majors, uh, not in the past eight years, and I don't know if he'll ever win one again with all the talent there is. Um, he's just, it's just annoying to listen to him now. It's just like, hey, those guys wanted to go make some money and not play all the time. So be it. Who cares? Let him go do it. Um, so it's just it's tiring to hear him say that when he's got plenty of money of his own. Yeah, and yeah, like that's very much the uh, the Tim Tebow thing to me. Uh, one of my biggest criticisms of Tim Tebow is he has been very much against NIL deals, and so he's always he's he said you know not it, this not this not word for word, but he said you know. Uh, it should be about you know getting being on a team and having fun and and getting out there not making money and it's like well that's very easy to say when you like had enough money to be homeschooled and go to camps and recruit get recruited and and all this stuff like you you obviously came from some money and now you're incredibly rich so maybe your opinion isn't like the most important on this matter <laughs> you know like yeah. maybe maybe you should yeah. take a back seat I I just think like any time that like insanely rich people comment on or degrade people for wanting to make money that's not make money ideal and yeah, now I like mean, it's like and and okay. now i'm not gonna like defend like the people going to play for this tournament because honestly i don't know a lot about it and i know you know 
I, I don't want to support the Saudi government. So like, but I don't know anything like, I don't know enough about it to really have an opinion. And he probably doesn't either, <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, we buy their gas, so we're oh yeah, yeah, to begin with, sure. Um, and and China's PGA's, terrible, and the NBA's yeah, all PGA's about China. deals with China, you know? so yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I, and we already discussed this anyways. You know, if we got offered that money to play in a different golf tour, we'd take it any day. So yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of hypocritical when you're someone who already has a lot of money to say, <laughs> I can't believe they went to go play for uh, a lot of money. You already have a lot of money. It's not an issue. Um, you're not like one of these uh, average tour players that has a chance to go play on a different tour and make a lot of money, and, and there's not even a cut. You're going to get paid no matter what. You just get paid for playing? Come on. I yeah. mean, so, yeah, it's just, like you said, with any of these guys that have a lot of money, to talk on situations for people that want to make money or more money, yeah, it it doesn't really make much sense, and it's not really a good opinion to have. Well, we need to move on to our last segment of the show, Listener Letters. Go get us, write letters. We're the ones who read them. Please don't stop writing in to fill the time we need them. We are reading letters, the letters wrote by you. All right. If you'd like to reach the show and send us a little email, you can do so uh, by sending an email to gamemanagerspod at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook. Twitter and Instagram at TGM Pod, where you can do like one one uh, man did, and you can leave a comment on a YouTube video from 2020. Um, and I'm going to read okay. that out now, Justin. Now our YouTube channel is not very active. I'll be honest; it takes a back seat no. because uh, I have to do the editing, and I hate it. I don't enjoy it. So a lot of the times I don't post stuff on there. But for whatever reason, uh, Brent on YouTube. I'm not going to read his whole name here, but you can find it uh, on a recent YouTube comment. From a video from 2020, he says, quote, LOL, you guys are such snowflakes. Just man up and stop whining about football or GTFO. Uh, do you want to know what video whining this about, was? Do you want to know what yeah, video what this was? Yeah, what were we whining about? Um, well, this was from a video uh, where it was only me doing it, and it's called The History of Bruce Pearl. The word football is not <laughs> mentioned once, so I don't know what this guy is referring to. It's a basketball video just about Bruce Pearl. Never is football mentioned at all. Maybe he was just commenting on a random video and he had listened to something recently. And was yeah, just like, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll comment on their 2020 video. <laughs> <laughs> I, I assume that's what it was. But it's like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? So thank yeah, you, Brent. I, I didn't think he yeah. – yeah, maybe he thought that was a good idea. Um, or maybe he thought that we just would see it. And he was just like, I'm going to show them. They'll never see this comment. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, also be specific. What do you talk? What did we say that upset you? I don't know. I feel like uh, we yeah, don't have we many. About? We don't have any hot takes on this show. Honestly, it's like no, well, we try to stick away from the hot takes. Yeah, I so mean, we don't want to say something. I mean, outrageous on here because then yeah. that's when we're going to start getting all this hate flowing in. <laughs> yeah. I don't want all that. I just want a normal life. Okay, uh, so nice, nice, normal people. Calling into the sh- or messing the show like they usually do, like Thomas here. Thomas, uh, nice, nice, nice enough here. He says, "Hey guys, do you think the USFL will get another season, or do you think it will fold in the off season?" Thanks, Thomas. Very good question. Um, one I'm not equipped to answer, but I, like I said earlier, I don't think that uh, I think they're going to have a hard time maintaining interest over the off season. I think a lot of people are going to forget about it, including probably me. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I don't even know what's going on right now throughout the season. So, obviously, I'm going to forget about it because there's other things to watch and worry about, especially football-wise. So, I don't think they'll crumble in the offseason because, like I said, I think they already have a partnership or deal with these televisors for two years. So, I, I think they'll at least have another season after that. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and like, you know, the offseason is not going to be profitable probably for anyone, but also costs are down. No. You know, so that helps, but it's like, did you make enough off your season to justify a long offseason? I don't know. Um, so that, yeah, that, I mean, do you yeah. wait? Like, yeah, do you have a long season and wait again until February to play? I mean, that's a long time. Yeah, yeah, with with no real income. Because how many people are buying or ordering USFL jerseys? Probably not many. Mm, yeah, if you yeah. are, you have too much time on your hands. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, I'd like to see it continue, but I feel I also feel like the hype for the XFL returning is going to put a damper on things on for the USFL because people like the XFL. It has a better brand recognition. The Rock is behind yeah. it. He's obviously very equipped to promote it he's promoted things his entire life when does that start i don't know uh let me let me give it a, a looks here um i think they haven't set a proper date let's see return date the xfl um so it says the twice failed football league is returning in 2023 under new ownership so that's that's not good for uh the usfl no it's not yeah it's already got its head coaches announced everything um, it'll be interesting to see what players they're able to get for the XFL, how many they steal from the USFL, because they'll probably be able to offer a little more money. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if the USFL folded in the offseason, but I hope it doesn't. You know. Yeah, I don't really care. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't care that much either, I guess I should say. But, I have, like I said, I've watched two games now. But I do have fun every time I do it. It is, it is entertaining, so... Well, you'll you'll experience yeah. it this week, Justin. You'll see that yeah, that we'll big, see. big crowd. It, Very good. It'll probably be such a blowout that it's just terrible game to watch. I'm just yeah. like, ugh, good man, be. this is the one game I have to actually watch uh, <laughs> a lot of it. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that wraps up the show this week, Justin. But like we said, if you want to reach out to the show, like Thomas, like uh, Brent on YouTube, you can do so. At Gmail, uh, game managers pod at gmail.com. You can also find us Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TGM Pod. That's probably the easiest way to do it. We post all of our information on Facebook. You can uh, you can find us there. Um, if you're listening on the radio, you can also find this show on your podcast feeds on any podcast app that you have. Justin, do you have anything you'd like to say before we close it out? Hey, thank you all for listening. We we really really appreciate you. You make this show all you mm. listeners out there mm. you make the show what it is so no, i think i think we great do. hope you have a great sunday evening and i hope you have a great week that's coming up and then hey fourth of july is here so have a great time if you're going on vacation starting next week yeah. you have a great fourth of july and then after fourth of uh, july I know i'll probably be saying this next week too but have a great fourth of july <laughs> then after fourth of july you know it's nearly halloween and after Halloween, it's Thanksgiving, and then you know Christmas. So Merry Christmas, everyone, as well, and uh, and have a good Christmas. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's not forget Labor Day. Oh, oh you you salty dog! How one. could I ever? All right. Well, yeah. thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you back next week.
War Eagle anyways. Blue 42! Blue 42! Hut! Hut! Hike! Thank you for listening to The Game Managers. Like the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TGM Pod. Until next week, goodbye, adios, and sayonara. Sayonara.